Hello, Playdate. This is Don. This is Nick. And I'm Ryan. This week, we are covering Playdate news. Recent indie releases. And shoehorning in a personal anecdote before Don can shut me down. Okay, so guys, I know I just launched this campaign for my new book. That's not what I want to talk about right now. Actually, the same day I did that, my car broke down. And I had to rent a car. And Don, I swear this is pertinent to the show. Are you ready for this? So this new rental car, I guess I have a Flintstones car because it had all these things I wasn't used to. One of them being constant booping. I would get close to a curb. Boop, 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 boop. I would have somebody pull up next to my side. Boop, 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 boop. I would breathe in a way that it didn't like. Boop, 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 boop. This car was booping. All the time, Don, I felt like you on this podcast. So I just want to let you know this experience of mine was not uh, in vain that I understood the irony. Doesn't mean there will be a boopless show, but I want to say I appreciate you. I was going to ask if there would be any changes. <laughs> Apparently not. Thanks for listening. Let's get started. <laughs> nice, clean edit there, Nick. You can appreciate that, right? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, I was wondering, I was thinking the other day, if anybody hasn't listened to, is is new to the show, basically, they're probably going to think Ryan just has a vocal tick or something. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, um, Ryan, you have some other personal anecdote to share real quick. Hopefully. Um, yeah, I do. In fact, it's the first news and note. There you go. Gives the vocal tick. There's the tick. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Um, so the first news and note is that I sincerely want to thank the Hello Playdate podta- podcast community for coming out strong to my book launch this past week. Oh my gosh. So this is the biggest, craziest book I've ever made of my entire career. And uh, a number of listeners came in in a big way. And I just, I cannot express my gratitude enough. You guys made this happen. And I funded the the project funded in three and a half days. And this was the largest ask of my career. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making this happen. Uh, I just cannot say that enough. So thanks for coming out, everybody. I don't want to name names. There were some folks chiming in, in the discord. There were far more folks that did not that I recognized from the show. So big, big thank you to everybody. There will be a link in the show notes if you would like to check out Ryan's book as well. You have uh, until the end of the month to hop on that Kickstarter. Yeah, thank you, Don. Appreciate it. Sure. And I also wanted to thank uh, Dylan, also known as Ledbetter, for uh, his Art Oween slash Ghost in the Gallery giveaway. uh, He uh, helped us run this this past week, past month, uh, running up to Halloween. So on our Instagram and on our Discord, we gave away a few copies of his uh, Ardoween Ghost in the Gallery bundle. So people were enjoying that. And um, he's always been a big supporter of the show. He was a past guest and hopefully a future guest um, when Ryan's not here. So thank you so much for your continued support of the show and for sharing your great games with our audience. Are you insinuating yeah. I'm going somewhere? What? Is this my last show? You have a uh, news news uh, update over here right, right yeah the next one is from panic playdate twitter account that says get ready for a new playdate update tomorrow so probably when this episode airs uh anyway it's november 8th 2023 they're talking mm-hmm. about 
Uh, it says to join them for a 12-minute showcase that will introduce the developers from some upcoming Playdate games, plus more fun stuff on the horizon. So what are you guys thinking about more fun stuff on that horizon line? They mentioned something blue. I don't know what that means. New, new Sonic shell? is coming to... Oh, <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that means a new shell. He said there wasn't going to be hardware things, but hmm. so that would be... Oh, maybe not. Oh, maybe new, a new case instead of purple. But purple just goes so well with the yellow. Yeah. Blue's Clues, maybe. Uh, bluey? Um... um I know there is going to be a trailer and release date reveal for Under the Castle. You've been following this one from Danny Diaz. No, it's what's like that? that? It's like that really, uh, really great graphically looking game. It's sort of, it looks like it's going to be a dungeon crawler type game. But Nick, hmm. you probably remember the movement is similar to Crypt of the Necrodancer, where the characters kind of move in this grid oh, type yeah. beat. Yeah, that's going to be a release date tomorrow. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. Was that on the Playdate Direct recently, or is this yes. something totally different? Which no, one it was, was that? Yeah. It was one of the first ones. Sh- oh, I shouldn't say that. I don't know. It was in there for sure. But huh. the uh, if you see the, if you see the art, you'll you'll immediately recognize it. Check yeah. out our Instagram. I shared it in our uh, story right now on Instagram. Okay, cool. But you'll there... see it tomorrow during the uh, showcase. Right on. Yeah, there were a few of those trailers from the Community Direct that were yeah pretty memorable. I'm trying to. Mm-hmm. remember them right now <laughs> there's so many there's 40 so cool yeah. well with that said uh you can click a mccate on the link in our show notes to head over to that 12 minute showcase tomorrow or today depending upon when you're listening to this um let's see what else uh back way back taking it back in the way back machine to october 30th that's like a week and a half back uh, Panic said there's a 2.1.0 system update that's out and with it, a small improvement to the Playdate SDK. Nick, I hope you're listening because I only understand a small fraction of this. It says our Playdate UI crank indicator API can now be repositioned and it honors the display scale factor. Comes in four flavors. What does all this mean, Nick? I'm pretty sure the crank indicator, uh, if you played a game like Bloom... When it asks you to take the crank out, it has a little spinning crank in the bottom right corner. Uh Um, So I'm pretty sure when you call that now, you can uh, move it to a different part of the screen instead of always being in the bottom right. And it honors the display Mm -hmm. scale factor. So if you're zoomed in 2x or whatever, it zooms that thing in or doesn't. I'm not really clear on this note what that means. Hmm. And four flavors, no idea. Maybe it's speed. Maybe it's the actual graphic that it shows i have no idea huh hmm. interesting four different positions default positions yeah mm-hmm. when you were explaining it i thought maybe the four flavors meant the four different you know non-cardinal directions of the screen like southwest, right. southeast positioning or whatever i don't know um repositionable means to me that you could put it anywhere but um maybe mm-hmm. maybe it is just the corners don't know we should also mention another recent update allows the owners now to turn off the notification light on the play uh, date. How do you do this? It's in the settings. Walk, walk me through it. Then. I don't, I'm not going to walk you through it, but it was easy to find. It's in the That's settings. That's your you, job, Nick. Come on. You can, you can turn it off both for catalog 
notifications and new game uh, notifications separately. So if you still want one of them to, to blink, you can keep it on. Um, of course, I turned them both off, and now I can sleep in the same room as my playdate. Settings <laughs> notification light. I mean, it doesn't whoop. There you go. It's just a tiny light. Does it really keep you up? Yeah, it's legitimately it's very bright. me up. Yes. Oh my god! Multiple you times. sound like my wife yeah. inside hey, the case. Thing. It's very bright. What? Even with yeah. your even with your eyelids closed over top of your eyeballs. Ryan, you're no. the problem when your wife cannot sleep. <laughs> you're the problem sleeper in that relationship. There you go. All right. Well, that sounds like we need to move to the next news and note, which is all about totally under control. Who, since the last episode, released Hook, Line, and Sinker, a retrospective on Playdate's first big fishing game. And this was... As it states, a retrospective talking about how the game came to be from Toad. Toad, this is totally cool. And this was on Playdate's news site, which brings me to our next news and note, which is Playdate has a news page? What? I didn't mm-hmm. know this. I guess there was a, uh, how, how do you say, uh, navigation element up at the top that included a word that I didn't read. That word says news. Uh, I guess I should have clicked that. So very cool. Toad, uh, totally awesome. A nice, thorough overview of bringing Playdate's first big fishing game to the platform. Congrats on that. And if you Mm -hmm. want to go check it out, that news Playdate news link is in the show notes. Yes, it will be. And we should mention that since our last episode... Uh, realistic fishing has gotten a pretty decent size update and I'll be mm-hmm. honest I have not experienced it yet but it now includes fast travel and a dating mini game as well as uh, some other features oh you, there's the buy button that I was having a problem with with buying a boat now says buy instead of a shopping cart so it's very clear what's happening on that screen so all good changes right on man Definitely. keep a toad busy excellent mm-hmm. thanks for all the changes toad yeah, and very quickly too. That's uh, super impressive. A mere couple of weeks ago, we mentioned all this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, my name's not next to it, so I was just going to sit here till somebody poked me. But next up, the uh, Yellow Square Jam is over. It was a game jam that was held last weekend, and there's a bunch of submissions. So we'll go over some of the highlights. Um, there were 14 entries. But we'll go over maybe the winners first. The winner was a game called What the Crow by Lumi. And I did play this one. And the idea is you're a crow. You go into a house and you just start smashing stuff. And you try to (laughs) smash as much stuff as possible without getting caught. So it's side-scrolling. And there are humans walking around in the house. And if they see you, you can hide behind things. But if they... uh, if you don't hide well enough, they can throw something at you. You get hit and it's game over. And so it goes by a scoring system. Uh, so it sounds system. like maybe yes. it's a more of a simple take on Untitled Goose Game a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Similar vibe, yeah. Okay. Uh, it, it's side-scrolling, but it, the uh-huh. animation is really smooth. Uh, the way you interact with things is much more complex than I would have thought. You're not just like tapping it and then a block falls down. There's like bottles that are falling. The TV takes several hits before it starts cracking and breaks. And uh, I highly recommend giving this a shot. What the Crow was uh, really fun and funny and interesting. 
Cool. Hey, I want to take just a moment here to um, bask in this moment because I made a reference to a 21st century video game. I don't know if you guys <laughs> caught that, but um, yeah. Uh, oh, it's a panic game. So did you know that, Ryan? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. I did know. That. Is that why you played it? <laughs> I I had it recommended to me by multiple very nice people in my life. One of them oh. was Nick. Another was a former student of mine. And eventually enough very nice people talked to me about it where I thought, my goodness, this needs to happen. In fact, you know what? I think it was Nick who finally just jammed it in front of my family's <laughs> face when we were together. And uh, and then we bought it after that. So ah, okay. that's the story of me and Untitled Kuski. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> my gosh, what are we doing? I, I guess I should ask you guys, did you try any of these? I assume to know, but you never know. I have not, but there are many which have caught my attention and many created by members in the Hello Playdate Discord. Indeed. Um, so very much looking forward to, to giving them a shot. Mm -hmm. uh, number two, War is Hair. It's uh, basically it's a worms type game, but with little bunnies and it's very well done, uh, very polished. So again, give that one a shot. The next one by Alex May is a game called Easy Godding. It's similar to mm -hmm. Doodle God. I really wanted to try this, but it kept crashing my playdate, so I have not, hmm. I have not checked it out yet. But uh, yeah, it looks really cool. And then just a couple others to talk about real quick. Um, Raise the Flag by Mike Suzek. It's like you're like you know everybody knows the end of the first stage of Super Mario Brothers. You run up the stairs, you jump, and you go down the flag. The premise here is that you're a guy at the bottom of the flag and you have to crank the flag to the top whenever somebody's like approaching the flag <laughs> and then crank it down. And I was trying to find instructions because I am terrible at it and I'm not sure what I'm doing right or wrong. Hmm. And so um, it works really well, but I just don't know what the rules are. Uh, another one is Suddenly Bird by Fev Games um, from our Discord. That one was really interesting. You're like a, a UPS guy, I guess, a delivery driver, a post hero, if you will. And you randomly turn into a bird, uh, which is pretty silly. Um, I would recommend giving that one a shot. Icarus by Gingerbeard Man is sort of a Nick and Ryan game. It's like a high score chaser, and you're just cranking to keep your little bird or your little uh, triangle from touching. I think it's from touching the edge of the screen. You want to fly as close to the edge of the screen without touching it. And hmm. you get more points with these tight circles. But the crank is very, very finicky in that game. Hmm. And then like the last intentionally one. Intentionally so? Or... Intentionally so, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, the controls are very touchy. And the last one I wanted to mention is a game called Vacuum by Graystar Studio. It's a text adventure with nine different oh. endings. I've what? seen a few of them. They're very short uh, stories. And you just you make different selections. And then that obviously changes the way the story goes you're in a little spacecraft and you're basically just waiting for the radio to call and you're answering different questions to this radio and going through one playthrough only takes like one minute or maybe two um so i, I experienced a couple of them last night and yeah oh, it, was, right. it was pretty interesting i highly recommend uh, giving that one a shot i'm assuming you could play through the whole thing in 20 minutes all nine endings yeah very and exciting a bunch of other cool games in there you can try all of them at the link in our show notes.
All right. My prediction is vacuum for pick of the week in uh, what would that be? Four weeks? <laughs> when Nick's up? Back? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. It had, it had I, lunchtime vibes. Yes. And I love Ooh. the premise of raise the flag. It, <laughs> like you said, it's it's such a ubiquitous uh, video game experience, but to sort of flop it around uh, to like, I don't know, a worker bee scenario or something. I, I'm yeah. looking forward to trying this. Uh, it's something we take for granted that, oh yeah, there are mechanics to Bowser's yeah. King, the Mushroom Kingdom, yeah. I guess. Totally, totally. Yeah. Very neat. Cool. Well, thank you for the overview on all that. Don, uh, I've not been able to do much of anything besides uh, campaign my brains out these past couple of weeks. So I really appreciate you, uh, you know, looking into all this for me and everyone else listening. Thank you. Yeah, no, it, it was fun to keep an eye on it. Um, I think, yeah, this is just winners. I think uh, the last thing we have to note is Play GM 4 starts this weekend, November 10th through 13th. Uh, these are always popular, run by possibly Axolotl. So if you want to join, the time is now. Hop on. And if you're too late or if you're not a developer, that's cool. Uh, hop on next week and vote. You can play all these different games next week from PlayGM4. The link will be in the show notes. Um, it's really easy. Most of the games you'll be able to just download to your play date or the SDK. Try them out. And then there's a really slick um, voting ballot type thing built into Itch. And yeah, your vote can be heard. Your voice My can goodness. be heard. We are lousy with the jams. Look at all these yeah. jams. Thank you. Too many jams to keep track of. All right. <laughs> so I think that's it for the Jimmy Jams, which means we're up to bitty boop, 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 indie inventory, starting with. So well, let's just do catalog first since I didn't uh, label them at the bottom this time. Sorry, guys. Oh man. Catalog people get another plug at the top of the, the list. Uh <sighs> Space Rat Miner by Star Juice looks really fun. Uh, I talked to Ledbetter today and he highly recommended it. Um, it's 10 bucks. It's a roguelike mining game. You go around digging gems, Mr. Driller style, and the maps are procedurally generated. It's got boss battles and whatnot the art looks really cool so i've not had a chance to play this yet but looks great and there's a leaderboard for some reason on the uh on the <laughs> website so i don't know how this works but you're... it goes from 90 to 1114 yeah. <laughs> what a spread the number 10 <laughs> score today was 20 so people are already cranking at it wow I have a feeling Blue Monk 12 took the glass off of this game and was <laughs> yeah. moving things around on its own. He anyway, all the batteries. Uh, looks super interesting. Very yeah. cool, Star Juice. Yeah, it looks very cool. Um, next up is Jezak by Op Optimal Prime Futureworks. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. It was like the Quicks, uh, mm -hmm. Jez Ball like, but it's hopped over from Mitch and is now available on catalog for eight bucks. Still now, have, have you... not tried this one. <laughs> Have you noticed that? Okay, I remember talking about this one, and I remember it exploding my mind because it mm. was like it says, like a quicks type game, uh, but it's crazy fast and like a million balls flying around the screen. And did you notice that on catalog, none of the graphics are animating? Uh, I'm wondering if oh. that's because it frightened, easily frightenable people like me, or if 
something's wrong with the animated gifts. Are you guys seeing this too? Are you on your play date? No, I'm on uh on desktop. The website. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. I haven't looked on the play date. I don't know. But yeah, none of them are working on the uh on the desktop. Oh, and hmm. it looks like there's scoreboards for every different mode and every level. That's really huh. cool. Interesting. Yeah, you're Time right. Get on there. Put some uh Hello Playdate podcast up there on the scoreboards. Cool. Jezak and also uh here's yet another Hello Playdate podcast bump. <laughs> Getting them into catalog. Talk about them here first. Then Which they one? show up on catalog. Ship shape. Jezax. Oh, Jezax. Sorry. And then uh, a couple down here. Elena Temple. That was our pick of the week. Uh, whenever I did it, a couple episodes a month ago. ago. Yeah. 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 The fall of Elena Temple now on catalog. Three bucks. Ooh, so got worth a, it. it got a new catalog release bonus here. Three bonus rooms with new mechanics and dialogues. Uh-huh, we a new item, a magnet, a new mechanic, pop-up columns. Ah. Ah, very cool. So yeah, Stop we we all in. really enjoyed this game. Highly recommend. Uh, Indeed. In fact, I think the words "perfect" were uttered multiple times on that episode. <laughs> Does it say if it I recall here? correctly, does it? Yeah. I don't know. No, That's I don't. See it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Cool. Well, it's it's good enough just to pat ourselves on the back, right? <laughs> Pat Grim Talon on the back for making an awesome game. Yeah. yeah. That is so we did deep. skip over ship shape. Um, yes. Can and you explain this one to me, Don? What's that? Can you explain ship shape to me? Um, yeah, it's ship shape by highly integrated gay hijinks. We mentioned this one. I still haven't tried it. It was similar to trap doors, I think. Yeah. Where you have <laughs> to match the shape and pattern to the order uh, very quickly. I think you're using the crank. Like I said, I haven't played it yet, but uh, it seems like a similar premise. Okay. Um, a quick, and a very fast matching game. Blockbuster looks similarly like a fast matching game, but I don't quite understand it from the GIFs. No, um, uh, this one I've played. It's uh, like Tetris, except you're looking from the top down. And like, if you, you know those puzzles where it's uh, like really weird shaped cubes and you have to make it into a cube? Like you have to make a um, cube out of okay. these weird shaped blocks and fit it into a little box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's similar to that. Okay. Um. Yeah, it was it was cool. It's one of those games I keep needing to go back to now that I have a better understanding of how it works. Because when I was actually playing it, I didn't understand how it worked. <laughs> okay. Um, so that was four bucks by Dar Doyle. That's Blockbuster, and that's all the catalog games this week. All right. Very um, cool. What else if, we got going on here? We don't yeah, have to mention all of these, but we had a lot of really normal. high quality games this week. And I, I promise I cut a lot of games out, but there's a it's game okay. called. We've, we've got a light <laughs> pick of the week this week. So let's, That's let's true. talk about them done from hero. Hero Shirendo presents a butcher that a uh, crank and shoot for $5 is a shooting gallery. Uh, you got a Gatling gun. It looks like you can upload or update or upgrade upgrade. Upgrade your weapons and uh, different enemies are flying at you. I wish this had a GIF because I'm curious to see what it looks <laughs> like in motion. But uh, oh, it has a YouTube video. Why did I not? The YouTube video needs to be bigger than the giant thumbnail. What is it? A th- if it's giant, it's no longer a thumbnail, though, right? Anyway, that's cranking. It's shape. a hand, hand nail. It's a hand nail. Yes. Arm nail. Yeah. Uh, it's a hoof. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. 
next up is what is this? Chopper copter. <laughs> chopper. Chopter copter. Sorry, the actual logo is uh really interesting. It's hard to hard to read. But this game looks awesome too. I haven't had a chance to do this one. It's three ninety nine. I'm uh, sorry. Go ahead. It's like a doodle jump or a uh, Dungeons and Doggos type thing, but you're ch- you're damaging enemies as you're going up the doodle area arena, and you're scoring points. So you have a copter on the top of your head, and you're going up the, I guess, tower and chopping up enemies. So it's like a vertical side scroll, a ver- vertical shooter on the play date. So I'm guessing you'll hide, you'll hold the play date sideways. Yeah, it looks like it. I was going to mention that. Uh huh. Anyway, that's uh, awesome. I like the I like the wordplay on the itch page. Um, but uh, also, I just want to point out that this was made by sad folks. Very oh. sad folks. Yeah, I hopefully think they're, they're going to end up buying this one tonight. This yeah, when, when, so cool. When we each buy a copy, hopefully they'll be less sad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> giving a little a little happiness bump. Okay, um, next up, I I think it's worth mentioning Orwellian. Or Orluin released another like sound thing, sound software for the playdate. This one modular play, fifteen mm-hmm. bucks, and it becomes a music patching like modular software. Modular synthesizer, yeah, yeah, for the playdate. He's got so many of these things. I don't know if he's got like eight of them set up on a a board that he brings in to shows and just starts DJing on or what. <laughs> oh my gosh, this and is a, an entire insane. crank set. I just, it looks like, according to Orlu in one of the comments here, that you can hook up an actual MIDI device, like a keyboard or whatever, and it'll convert the MIDI values from something that you compose into compiled Lua packets that are sent over to USB. What? Um, and it'll it'll play the music back using synth uh, in, in this application. The, this, this is insane and really wow. cool. Um, and far beyond my understanding. <laughs> Your but comment it, is beyond my understanding. It looks really cool. Unbelievable. Yeah. And the, the interface looks completely insane too. It's like this giant graphic that you like scroll around up, down, left, and right. And then as your cursor hovers over some portion of modularity the little a little dial of some sort then i'm guessing that you move it slightly with the crank maybe i, I haven't played so. i haven't played this but it's kind of what it looks like like all these pedals laid out in front of you it's wild yeah so that would that would change the the playback the the sounds in real time of of that uh midi composition that you're playing back um it's insane yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is really neat audio stuff. Um, so the $15 price tag uh, makes makes sense to me. Um, cool. It's crazy that like 15 bucks for anything else, we'd be like, oh yeah, that's nothing, whatever. $15 PS4 game or something. 15 bucks is nothing. I don't know. Like literally I looked at a box of cereal this weekend on the shelf and it was, t- it was $9.99. For a box of cereal, mm-hmm. which is kind of high for a box of cereal, but still, it's like we're kind of in a ballpark where fifteen bucks is still a great value for software that you're going to use a lot or play with yeah. for hours. Absolutely, and and especially you 
utility software uh, yeah. like like this uh, that you can um, use to make the playdate be uh, an instrument. You know, yeah. hook it up and uh, have have the output um, wired into a sound system or something. I don't know, um, but mm-hmm. it's it's really neat. Um, and yeah, Don, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, Halloween's over, so uh, you know you can't get those monster cereals as easily anymore. That's really <laughs> that's why the deal Going yeah. up on the secondary market, huh? <laughs> yeah, that magic spoon's a racket, I think, is what. <laughs> you know, you might be able to get some used choco berries or something. Oh, little little discount. I've got a there. rabbit out front that makes them for me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> okay, Taxi Trouble by Jex. Next oh up. gosh, yeah. these gifts are i don't know if i should be disturbed or continue laughing it's like... i like that the blood splatters and the tire skid marks are different colors so at least they yeah it's, it's uh yeah it's kind of like crazy taxi but this one sega it wouldn't let you run over people this one you can run over people and splatter them you can earn different hats you're picking people up and then dropping them off there are no buildings i guess it's just like a big empty lot uh mm-hmm. so maybe that will happen in taxi trouble too but man this looks fun doesn't it like the gifts it does gifts i like how <laughs> i like how one of the instructions fun. says try not to kill anyone <laughs> and then in the yellow years just blood splatters right so oh man you know what you're getting with wow. this one with the giant gifts and it's four dollars uh so tell me about the next one on uh joy um what's it called puzzle land i'm puzzle looking land. at this the images and it looks very intriguing yeah it's a remake of a game boy game oh that explains it yeah. it looks kind of familiar the daily and opus yeah puzzle road i guess was the original name um this one i have downloaded but haven't played and i don't know it just looks fun like you're trying to fit the pieces into the box it's a professor layton luggage puzzle <laughs> basically or was it resident evil inventory puzzle <laughs> yeah i don't know it looks Pretty fun cool. i don't know it looks cool and then if yeah. you if you buy it it also comes with the windows version which is neat oh cool yeah it's name your own price so um i do want to check this out i'm a little nervous about how well it'll work on the play date because of the cursor like you have to move a cursor around but since it was a game boy game with same controls i'm sure i'm sure it's fine yeah, I just looked up some screenshots of the Dalian Opus, and man, it looks real, real faithful. Uh, I'm not familiar with this game, but now I'm intrigued. Cool. Well, let's give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next right. up, I've played this one. Oh, sorry, Nick. Go ahead. I was going to say next, uh, Coin Exchange Craze. Yes. Uh, which is uh, $2, and it's made by Yangman. Yang man, it has it's he used the word roguelike somewhere in here. Yes, yes, it's gonna be a roguelike. It says uh, near the bottom. All you have <laughs> to do is say that and I'll I'll buy your game. So at first I did not understand what was going on. The controls are a little weird, but yeah, you're basically you're just stacking coins and then they disappear. So you collect uh I think you'd have at least four coins to make a match. So you have four one dollar coins, you stack them together, you make a match, and you earn. Oh, this this says five. I'm sorry. The uh, the scoring is right here on the screen. So five will create five dollars, a five dollar coin. Um, basically, you're just making matches. But since you're using money, it's easy to do the math. 
50 cent coins, five cent coins, etc. But they're constantly moving towards you like one of those coin machines at uh, Dave and Buster's or whatever. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a real simple premise, but I like the idea of, oh, yeah, we're going to be doing adding more modes and the mode this year is still fun. So it maybe moves a little too quick. Like if you really don't know what you're doing, the game will be over in like <laughs> 10 seconds. So you got to start <laughs> making matches real quick. But uh, yeah, it's, it's cute. What is the interesting? I, I wonder if one of the things they're going to add are quarters because they've got nickels, dimes, 50 cent pieces, dollar, five dollar. I don't see quarters in there. I don't see 25 cents in there. Maybe, maybe that was maybe that was well, you know, it said one times uh, one times five. Yeah, OK, that makes five cents. Uh, yeah, maybe it was some sort of difficulty of multiples of 10. You can't have two and a half ten cent pieces to make a quarter. Oh, hmm, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Cool premise though. Well, what was Ryan... the one? Was it Money Puzzle Exchanger or something? Was that the uh, phase game? You know, you're not sure. Anyway, it reminded me of that game. I like Ryan uh, thinking like a developer over here. Oh my god, you guys. I'm I'm so weary over here from this book campaign. It's taken a lot out of me. Nick, I swear I think you're gonna have to switch roles with me this episode and I'll try being the understated and thoughtful host. I'll I'll I, I I'll almost be, said that with a straight face. I'll be the boop guy. <laughs> there you go. Let's, oh no. let's do it. No. High Nick. five. Tag. No. You're it. You uh, can let's, do it. Okay. let's wrap this up here. Um we so, got a chess game. Oh. Yeah. Chess. Um it it's it's exactly what it sounds like it's people have been asking for this for a long time though no 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 people have been asking for a chess game for a long time yeah it's hard to code a chess game i guess because of the ai uh yeah good one uh right Uh, for sure so Um, is this a pass back and forth two-player experience uh, play against the computer computer. yeah yeah and you can choose black or white um this is uh really neat very cool and it's made by yeah exactly it's made by dragon man legan so this is crazy but evidently it was published a day ago updated an hour ago so since this is still very very fresh from old dragon man legan um Man, would it be cool to have a two-player passing back and forth mode? I'd love to take my playdate somewhere and be able to play with my son. Or Ryan's never whatever. satisfied. I know it's this... it's true. You know, Ryan, uh, I you was know, thinking it'd be cool they've... if they made a game called chess and it was actually just checkers, like you fire it up and it's a completely different game. How about two bites um... at a time? A book called that. <laughs> that would be neat. How about I just leave? Right. Oh, guys, I, I can tell when I'm not wanted. <laughs> No, yeah, uh, a pass back and forth w- would be fun. Um, uh, for those of us with, you know, friends or, or family, I guess. But, uh, you know, Don and I are over here just, yeah. just playing against a play date. Sorry. Ryan's bragging about his friends and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yes, my loved ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So All did right. you guys hear about this other game? Yeah, and the one that Luke Nick Wood? played. You, did you play yeah. for it? Oh. I did. I, I played Loopwood, and you it's supposedly not. like... I did. It's supposedly wow. like Loop Hero, um, which I have not played. But um, uh, I, played I, I don't one, know. But... 
not this one. Uh, I, I was going to ask you, Don, if the mechanics were the same, because I figured you had played Loop Hero. Um, in this one, you start by a campfire, and you turn the crank one way to change the values of two different icons on the left side of the screen, and you crank it the other way to change the values of icons on the right side of the screen. Uh, when the campfire extinguishes or when you press the A button, uh, your character runs around the campfire uh, in a uh, counterclockwise uh, yeah, counterclockwise direction and crosses all four of the things and they can be helpful or they can be hurtful. The idea is you're trying to collect as many treasures as possible. Um, and at the end, you get some kind of ranking and maybe the game continues. Uh, I've played it a handful of times and my maximum is four treasures so far. Um, you have essentially three screens or uh, I think it's five attempts. Uh, in order to collect those six treasures. So you can collect treasures either from treasure chests by walking over a key uh, as the last item before walking over a treasure chest or by uh, murdering some kind of helpless uh, monster um, by collecting a dagger or poison on your dagger and uh, then walking over the monster. So the fast-paced... Uh, quick, uh, interesting game. Um, I like the mechanic and the ability to uh, kind of quickly rotate in either direction and, and change the outcome of, uh, of your little saunter across the map. Um, but, you know, the one weakness is that it's not chess. Hmm. But it does have variable saunter, so <laughs> you've got to give it that. It does. It does. Um, anyway, uh, I, I recommend it, and it's, uh, it's free. Uh, it's developed by this is free a r e it is yeah this looks way too good to be free what are you thinking a a r e this this well, looks great okay i'm downloading it before he changes his mind i i don't know if it was a a, a jam game or or this is just like the beginning of what they plan to do with the game or mm. or what exactly but it is it's it says, it's really fun it says it's a jam game halloween game jam in some other language i don't know what this game jam is but yeah yeah it's marked as a prototype so um they they might flesh it out a little more um as it sits uh you know i find it very fun i've only played it a handful of times so i don't know um what happens if you collect you know enough treasures um but there's a very obvious mechanic at the end where you're trying to uh, acquire a certain number of them so, um, anyway, looks fun. like they assembled a, a nice little team to make this thing. Um, you know, several different folks here, one person dedicated to art. Uh, so lean Kunap, nice work on the art here. Uh, mm -hmm. game mechanics look solid and fleshed out too. Really cool, man. Can't wait to try this one. Yeah, it's, it, it's fun. Uh, let me know when you've got 400 treasures ryan I, I would um like to know what happens <laughs> is that what you're up to uh, now no i'm up to four okay um, so uh but i know you'll have that that beaten in no time so um yeah something cool. to shoot for recommended uh what's next on um this is breaking news the yellow what was it yellow square jam had no theme but fev says a bunch of us just like birds <laughs> okay okay 
All right, back you to... You heard it here first. Yes, back to Indian Inventory. The Rabid Banana released a game called Calm Sea. It is Name Your Own Price, and it's for the Autumn Lisp Game Jam 2023. Uh, oh, it looks like on my page they took the pictures down, but there it was a bunch of pictures of a mermaid <laughs> swimming around. Does your page have pictures on it? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, well, before we started recording, it looked like a cool game about a mermaid swimming around and uh, doing mermaid stuff. So anyway, uh, hmm. if it's still uh, out, uh, check that out. If not, mm, this is a really exciting time in the podcast. All right. So this I, the I interesting thing. I'm yes, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, you first. You first. Oh, here we go again. Um, so the GIF that I see on mine for Calm C uh, takes a minute to load, but then there's a little dolphiny uh mermaid character swimming around the sea uh, oh. maybe it just takes patience i don't know i had but to click on it to make it actually animated give, give it a good uh, click it's huh? got a white page oh really yeah i've, oh. I've got a gif yeah i do too hmm. um Lazy. well let's not troubleshoot itch.io <laughs> <laughs> Um, best but what I podcast say, ever yeah the the interesting thing is that this was written in fennel and then transpiled to Lua. So it was actually written in an entirely different language and then cross-compiled. And then um, transcribed in Basil and then yeah. Nixus rebooted makes this stuff up, I think. in time. It's it's written right on, on the <laughs> little page. Little rosemary. Um, but I was wondering update. how a, a Lisp game jam game could be <laughs> for the play date, which is uh, definitely not uh, Lisp-friendly uh system at the moment um at least through the sdk so yeah ryan uh, and i were talking about that it's cool earlier we were yeah yeah whatever nick's talking about now <laughs> okay that last game is called go noodle by slow flow it is another snake type game but this one looks really interesting because it has power-ups and the the snake is very very thin like this is a good size snake for the play date i think not that super fat chunky snake we we we're looking at a couple weeks ago where I was dying immediately. Anyway, I bought this one. I have not tried it yet. I just bought it today because it just came out today. But uh, you can also hit the bounds of the arena and wrap around. Yeah, I, I noticed that in the gifts. And I also, I feel like we've had another snake-like game that does this, like, move anywhere you want with the crank thing. Am I mistaken in that? No, you're right. It was a very mm -hmm. early. It was a two-player game. game. Yeah, that's right. that's right. I don't remember the name. I don't either. Wire hangers or something like that. It reminded me of something about hangers. Yeah, I remember that mechanic just really breaking my brain. Like I'm used to snake being cardinal directional movement, and mm -hmm. when that was happening, it just it did not compute for me. So Don, I'm I'll be real interested to hear what you think about this anywhere you yeah. want to go mechanic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm into this. I left a message, and um, the dev said they were looking at adding more power ups and whatnot. So, still in development. Cool, but Very looks cool. fun. Yeah. Okay, we're done. Huzzah! Okay. All right, Nick, uh, you're up for our transition. Remember, we're switching uh, personas this week. Okay. Um, so here we are at the pick of the week, and it's called. Space Escape uh, by Claptic. Good it's man. Name, name your price. Give him hell. Um, 
so Space Escape is a pretty straightforward score chaser. You're in a spaceship and you're moving from left to right. And uh, the screen auto scrolls and you use the crank to move your spaceship up or down to hit these uh, temporal warps, wormholes. What are they exactly? Do you know? Warps, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's Warp what they're called. Warp rings is what they're called. Yeah. Warp rings. Thank there you. you go. Um, each one uh, is counted on the screen as you hit it. And if you miss one, uh, then your whole screen speeds up a little bit. Wait, what? So, is that why it speeds up? Yes. <laughs> if you keep hitting them, then you keep going the same speed? Yeah. Oh! It's a whole mechanic, right? Um, so, Wait, he uh, eats the power pellets and that's how the ghosts turn blue? <laughs> <laughs> I told you guys I'm weary this week. Wow. <laughs> you got a good excuse. It's all right. Yeah, we'll give you a break. Yeah. Um, so... Fast. Uh, let's see. There's a bunch of different obstacles. There's little meteorites. Uh, is that right? There's meteorites. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, there's little are like they, space debris. Are they asteroids? Comets or something? Yeah. yeah, asteroids. Um, and you can hit those things, and you'll blow up. So you don't want to do that. You want to get all the warp rings, and you want to avoid all the other stuff. And it can be quite tricky, but the controls are very responsive. Um, that's one of the things that I really enjoy about it. And the graphics are very easy to read, I think, at a glance. Um, so without uh, coloring your perception too much here with, with my thoughts, um, Don, what, what did you think? Well, initially, I thought that the asteroids were power-ups. And so I was dodging all the little <laughs> things. And I was like, oh, right on. Let me grab this thing. And then I died. Um, I I didn't play it for the first week or so well the first several days but people were already talking about it on discord and they had already cheesed the system and very early on figured out ways to like get very very far in the game without touching the controller and whatnot so this was an interesting game because the community or our discord community like came together to break the game and then mm -hmm. uh got the dev involved and whatnot and so it's not often that we make like an uh, an oddball choice that isn't high profile and then it becomes something that everybody gets involved with so that was kind of fun and it was fun there was so much talking i didn't keep up with the conversation i didn't even notice that the dev was in there making comments for a while um but yeah my basic feeling was when i sat down and played it was i love how responsive the controls are it's very easy to tell what's going on if you're not ryan and you just go through, try to hit the, the rings, and you can tell just one-to-one -one what's going on with the crank and the spaceship. Um, miss stuff, except for the, the comets. I kind of wish there were power-ups or something to keep you going, but th there's enough of a hook there. Like, okay, I can see a little number growing the further I get, and I know that I need mm -hmm. to aim for the rings. Like Superman 64, that's the goal of the game. <laughs> right. So I just kept going. <laughs> And it's fun. Dimensions. Yeah. I don't have the skills. Like, I know Nick doesn't have the time, and Ryan is very, very good at this type of game where he does have that Twitch skill. And so mm -hmm. I knew, like, I wasn't going to be able to put up a score to compete with you guys. And so I was just kind of having fun with the game, and I wasn't really pushing myself to get a monster score 
but uh, it was and that's how you got 160. <laughs> yeah. No, it was still a fun little like I'll hop on and get. Uh, I don't think I even got to 20, but it, you know I'll get 15 or whatever, and then mm-hmm. hit the wrong thing and blow up. So yeah, it was cool. Very good. And Ryan, what did you think? Yeah, I thought this was a really fun score chaser. It's one of those games that's exponentially more fun when you have someone to play it against. And by against, I mean somebody to compare scores with. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, in my case, often that's Nick, but uh, with our wonderful Discord server, it's our listeners too. And uh, Dino was in there racking up scores my highest score I got was 30 and I achieved that seconds before we pressed the record button tonight. I think I was at like 29 yeah. before that, but I did make it into 30 right before we started recording. Anyway, Dean made it into forties. If I'm not mistaken, maybe did he even get to 50, but I think he got he like was... 53. Oh man. That's unbelievable Way up there. Yeah. So I was under the impression that the game just, sped up the longer you lasted so like if you get up to 25 but you're not missing any then it's still going to be pretty speedy compared to where you started but is that not the case that's uh not the case no it should uh it should remain at a fairly consistent speed as long as you're hitting all the all the rings well then i guess i must be missing warps interesting okay uh well i'm glad that's clarified and uh i mean just echoing what others said about the responsiveness. I liked how you could really crank on this ship. I mean, it's a horizontal scroller. And so you think kind of like, you know, I I feel like I typically think of that sort of movement as like being pulled by a boat. You know, you're kind of like weaving back and forth, but there's not like extreme movement. Like you can't go at a 90 degree angle from straight usually but on this game you can you can really crank that down hard and get some some extreme movement going on you cannot go backwards but you can go nearly at a 90 degree angle from the direction you're moving which i think is really interesting and helpful uh for some of the really tight squeezes you have to get through for these power-ups i mean asteroids um (laughs) <laughs> so uh i think that's all i had to say right now felt like did, there was something else in my did you guys stuff. see like clover mentioned in the in the thread that he was trying to do a 360 and couldn't pull it off yeah i thought that was yeah, interesting th- yeah well i think that's because very... you can't go backwards right here's what i found oops it feels like there's enough space <laughs> yeah siri wants to help out it feels like there's enough space that you could like i get why he was trying it or they were trying it yeah um, but well, you you can actually flip your ship around. What? Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't travel backwards, but it it feels loose enough that you could, right? Well, isn't that a three sixty? Yeah. I mean, you you can literally turn your ship backwards and go all the way around. That's a three sixty, right? Yeah. Then what what were they not doing? No idea. I didn't catch oh. that part of the conversation. I didn't More think you could best go a- podcast ever. I didn't think you could go above 90 degrees. No, you can. You can go 360. I just tried it. Same yeah. Yeah. I've done it about 400 times now. 
Mm, we're publicly actually, shaming Clover. That's, that's a pretty effective strategy, actually. <laughs> um, interesting. Well, yeah. Uh, so a uh, couple of notes, uh, because um, Clactic joined our Discord and started talking with all the members about the game. Uh, first off, congratulations to Clactic, um, because he mentioned that he got married. Hey, uh, congratulations. Yeah, last, week. last week. So, I mean, that that's fresh. And uh, we all badgered was, him into... That was right about the time we all started bagging <laughs> on him, right? <laughs> what a gift. Oh, my God. What are we <laughs> doing? We're trying to warm him up. Lives. Yeah. Uh, so, congratulations from all of us. Oh, my um, gosh. And I had no idea. Sorry, Clactic. Cl why did uh how did he even hop into our discord at that time that was know. he on his honeymoon i don't know um but one thing i can say is that he's very responsive to feedback and has has been listening and uh is planning an update um so you know nothing nothing certain at the moment but uh he has mentioned a couple different things that that he thought were good ideas and ways that it could Im improve the game, including, uh, in particular, um, changing the way the collide rectangle works when rotating the ship. Um, so that that would introduce a way different method of control and really tighten up the game, I think. So um, that's really cool. And as part of that, uh, you know, right before they joined, Syncrout Software um, ran uh, Space Escape in the simulator with collision box rendering enabled and showed exactly how uh, the collisions work in the game currently. So if you're curious, uh, that's actually posted within our Discord. Yeah, there'll be a link in the show notes to hop over to the Discord because he made a video of it that shows the little mm -hmm. pink triangle or pink rectangle floating around. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, and that's a that's a feature of the SDK. If you're ever curious about how different games handle collisions or how they handle rendering, you can you can actually see that. Um, so shall we get into Discord comments? Sure, may as well. Uh, why don't we start out with Dino, who chimed in saying that Space Escape is an unassuming and addictive high score chaser. It's a fun game with a simple premise, some uh, with some polish and flair. I think it could elevate itself to stand shoulder to shoulder with similar season titles. So, you know, uh, we've made it our pick of the week. So consider this our Hello Playdate podcast bump. Uh, get ready to see this in uh, catalog update number 18 in a few weeks, right? Yeah, sure. That's how, that's how it goes. Mm -hmm. Don't yeah, pressure anybody. The guy's on his honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't, don't put extra pressure on him, Ryan. Yeah. Um, so uh, next up, Clover. Uh, just some light Clover thoughts of all the infinite runners I have taken a crack at on this device, which honestly isn't a huge amount. This is the first one that I felt really takes into consideration the nuance that the system crank gimmick promises for this style of game. It feels real good to squeeze your way through tight spots to reach a warp gate or to give one you passed a quick little love tap with your behind. I think it feels like the skeleton of a bigger game rests here. So, uh, yeah, pretty nifty game. Nicely said, Clover. Thank you. 
What are we taking turns? Uh, Marco Hutchins says, my short thoughts for the podcast are, it's not the type of game I gravitate towards, but the crank controls felt good, and it was a fun little diversion. Marco Hutchins. Uh, well, very good. Um, I have to agree, everybody. It's a fun little game. And Clactic, thanks so much for jumping in and uh, listening honeymoon. to... Yeah. Uh, listening to all this feedback, taking, taking it in and, uh, um, you know, uh, potentially, uh, working up an update. I'm, I'm excited to see how this game evolves if it does. And, um, looking forward to playing it some more. I was just playing it before, uh, the podcast. Um, cause I, I just find it super fun. So, uh, very cool. Yeah. Uh, were you going to, were you going to mention that he has some ideas for uh, things he wants to add to the game and uh, that he posted in the Discord. So, yeah, take a peek at the Pick of the Week channel, which is going to change here momentarily. But the the old comments will be there. And um, he mentioned things like adding adding a different point multipliers and whatnot, different sound effects. So some pretty cool ideas he's working on or Speed. could be working on. Yeah speed selector at the title screens yeah all this is in the discord but uh very cool of clactic to cruise in there and chat about the game and its strengths and weaknesses and be so receptive to all this feedback you know that'll serve you well in married life so great job clactic congratulations on a fantastic game and a fantastic marriage i'm sure so uh, I think that wraps up our pick of the week, which brings us to our uh, preview of our pick of the week in another two weeks, which is for me. And thanks to Discord user Marco Hutchins for suggesting Woodland. Woodland is a bite-sized little pulpy RPG game that uh, I I actually hopped on our Discord and I said, hey, everybody, do you have any like small games? Because I'm at a point in my life immediately where I have very little time and I'd love like just a quick point chaser or something like that. And honestly, this is not the type of game I thought we might be playing, uh, but it was just bite size enough where it, uh, it really tickled my fancy. So anyway... Uh, I should probably save all that for next episode, but <laughs> Woodland is what you can start playing in the meantime. Yeah, I actually finished this game last week, and I will recommend listeners, if you can hear my voice, uh, pick this up and play it. It takes about a half hour, probably less, and the same your own price. So play it now so you can join the conversation in two weeks. Sounds awesome. great. I heard your all voice. Right. Well, are we ready to to sign off? It's up to you, Nick. This is so smooth. You, you can email us. Nick? You could email us at helloplaydaypodcast at gmail.com. Wow. You can also find us in the show notes on Discord, playdatepodcast.com, or on Instagram at helloplaydate. Okay. Um, so you all just, <laughs> oh, what just is a quick. Happening? I don't know. <laughs> quick, you guys uh... are being all weird. <laughs> <laughs> quick anecdote. To, to get closer to the end of the podcast. We love anecdotes. We're at exactly you already? one hour. Yes, go ahead. Okay, all right, here it is. Ten seconds. Um, I met up with famed Playdate game dev, Scenic Route Soft, 
software. Stop bragging. And, well, I won't. Uh, I'm going to hopefully have that, you know, uh, written on my official stationery and everything. Um, but no, Scenic Route Software, super duper cool and really enjoyed getting to hang out uh with with them and uh they even got to try drained the mm. pinball game that i make drainpinball.com um, correct so um that was really cool and you got to play it at the location where the game actually is at the moment so it's a big deal uh to me i it maybe it, it doesn't sound like a big deal but uh it's it brings me untold joy to be able to see people play a game that I've made and um, you know hear their thoughts on it and, and everything so um, very cool and it was so great uh, to meet and hang out with scenic route software and talk about game dev and um, being in uh, you know different types of bands and stuff and and just all kinds of interesting uh, little anecdotes um, so very very fun uh and uh yeah that, that that does it for my little anecdote i think that's really that's cool. so cool that is yeah. really cool yeah and as if my cross stitch didn't destroy our impartiality <laughs> enough uh now it's certainly blown out of the water uh but you know we love your games scenic route software uh nice to be able to have one of us hang out with you at least uh that sounds like a very cool meeting nick thanks for letting us know and uh, by the way, since we're at the end of the show, I'll just say one bite at a time book.com. Thank you so much for everybody for bringing this to fruition. But if you haven't jumped on board yet, you still have the rest of the month to hop on the Kickstarter for my big oversized hardcover art book, one bite at a time. And you can find it at one bite at a time book.com. Yeah. And I also wanted to mention that uh, I'll be playing the new Yakuza game later on this week. And uh, I've been enjoying Dan the Diver. If anybody else wants to hear me talk about video games, uh, they can do so on the Hello Play Day podcast every two weeks right here. Is that cool? New new Yakuza yeah. game? is a, uh... Yeah, and it, like a dragon guy, Dan. The man with no name comes out Friday. Really? Come on, Nick. Okay. Quit with this Sorry, pinball trash and get back on the Yakuza train with me. <laughs> I'm, making, I'm making a new game. And... Is it Kiryu uh, based? It is. It's, or is it it's Majima starring... based? <laughs> well, you you make the choice at the beginning. All right, let's let's make the choice. Take this conversation off air. <laughs> Indeed, uh, this has been episode number forty three of the Cringe Cast. Thank you for tuning in today. We will see you in a couple weeks. Bye.